Let's get this party started. Hi everyone, Dwayne here, and welcome to another episode of the Tinsel Tunes podcast. And this is the third and final episode in the Beatles in May series. Though you might be listening to this in June because it's quite late and I hope to get this out today, which means hopefully you guys will listen to it in May, uh, but the 1st of June is close enough. So here in New Zealand right now, it is, well, where I am at least, it is pretty much winter. It's raining, very windy. The swimming pool, which I haven't put to sleep for winter, is overflowing. But I'm here with a nice cup of tea in my Tinsel Tunes mug, which of course you can buy through the website. I have the Santa Claus on a TV beside me on mute. I have my lights all glowing. It is very much Christmas here in the Christmas studio. I'm going to call it the Christmas studio because other people have Christmas sheds and Christmas caves. But for me, I have my drum set here. I've been setting up to do some streaming on Twitch, which I hope to let you guys all know about in the near future. So if you'd like to come and see me play or chat with me, you're more than welcome, but I'll let you guys know when it's ready. So it's like home away from home and very much enjoying recording all these episodes about the Beatles for you guys. And I'm really enthused to go forward through the year and bring a lot of other episodes through to you. So we'll do a little bit of housekeeping. A couple of things I want to mention is don't forget to head over to the tinseltunes.com website where if you feel like you'd like to support me financially, you can buy me a coffee. I still have the Patreon page going as well. Uh, information on the Patreon page is over on the tinseltunes.com website. There is merchandise for sale, as mentioned. There's links on the Tinsel Tunes website through to the multiple stores that I've got. I've tried to find the best products and the cheapest products from multiple stores, so you guys will always get a good deal. If you feel you can't support me financially, I very much appreciate the sharing and telling people about the podcast, leaving reviews. Don't forget, if you leave a review, send me your address and I'll send you a Tinsel Tunes sticker. Just keep in mind, because I've pre-printed them, coming from New Zealand, it might take a couple of months to get to you. I might try to get them printed from the merch stores and get them sent directly to you. I think that'll work, so I'll give that a try. It might be quicker. If you haven't heard it already, head over to the Christmas Clatter podcast where Todd and myself have a discussion for about an hour on everything Christmas and a few other bits and pieces. I really, really enjoyed that conversation and I hope you guys do too. If all goes according to plan, I'll also be appearing on another podcast very shortly. We'll let you know when that is, so keep your ears open for that. So as per the last episode, I encouraged people to contact me with other versions of John Lennon's Happy Christmas, The War Is Over, and Adam Parker Saban replied through the Facebook with three of his favourite versions. So first up is Alicia Keys and Tim McGraw. Let's make it a good one without any fear. So this is Christmas. We can foster And next is Polyphonic Spree.
and finally, Anthony Higati and Boy George. For weak and for strong, for rich and the poor ones, the world is so wrong, and so happy Christmas for black and for And Jack from the Total Christmas Podcast also contacted me with a version that he likes, and that is from the Pop Idol music TV show, which is similar to American Idol, where they released a single version of Happy Christmas, The War Is Over, which featured all 12 of the show's finalists. So this is Christmas And what have you done Another year over A new one just begun And so this is Christmas I hope you have fun The song made it to number 5 on the 2003 Christmas charts and it is possibly the highest charting position of any of the UK versions of this song. While researching for this episode I found out a little more info about Paul McCartney's Christmas offerings. It turns out that he has indeed recorded more Christmas music than just It's Wonderful Christmas Time. According to the website ultimateclassicrock.com Paul has recorded a whole bunch of Christmas covers that gets pulled out every year just for the family to listen to. And perhaps one day we might get to hear those recordings. And the link to this information, which I'll put into the show notes, which also ranks all the Beatles solo albums and it makes for an interesting read. And some feedback from the last show, and this is from Scott Newman. And Scott says, Hi Dwayne, I'm a big fan of your podcast. Well thank you very much Scott. And Christmas music in general. I get excited every time I see a new episode pop into my feed. Someday I'd like to have a podcast like yours if I can only figure out an original take on the concept. For now I'm just happy with Tinsel Tunes. I have a mixtape of Christmas songs that a family friend made us in the early 80s and he was a radio personality in Connecticut and had access to a lot of music. It was a plain white cassette with a blue Dymo label that just read Christmas. My mother found it a few years ago when going through boxes and mailed it to me. I was afraid to play it for fear of the magnetic tape would fall apart, but I plugged in an old cassette player into the computer and recorded the analogue. I'm happy to say it's played fine and now I have each track cleaned up and saved. A few of the songs are now common flair, Wonderful Christmas Time, Step Into Christmas etc, but there are a handful of others that are really obscure. I would love to share the mp3s with you if you're willing to give it a listen. Yes Scott, I would love that so I'll contact you separately and perhaps it's something we can put on a future episode of the podcast. He goes on to say, oh and one other thing, 
thanks for introducing me to Total Christmas Podcast. I've enjoyed it and exchanged a few emails with Jack. I even recorded a segment for an upcoming show. Yours, Scott. That's great, Scott. Yes, uh, Jack's Total Christmas Podcast is really, uh, I think it's going to go far very quickly. I really love the way that Jack looks at Christmas and the way it comes across in his podcasts. So thank you very much. I'm glad to hear it. to the Beatles and seasonal songs, most people might assume that they are just two, but we know better. I doubt the offerings from Ringo Starr and George Harrison have made it to many playlists though. Is it because these are bad songs? Sure. No? Is it because one of them isn't technically a Christmas song? I'll let you be the judge. So let's start with George Harrison. Technically it's not a Christmas song. It does feature church bells though, and I'm doing speech quotations with my fingers. But it is a seasonal song as it's all about New Year's, so I think it counts. You may have heard me mention this song on the Facebook page and on an episode of Truth or Lies on Christmas Past. I have a confession. The first time and up till researching for the song in more depth, the only version I had heard was a poorly sounding version on YouTube. Since then I have found out that in 2016 an improved version was re-released. It sounds so much better and in fact it's very catchy that I'm going to reverse from what I said on that episode and I really like the song and it's quite the earworm. Released in 1974 on the album Dark Horse, which was George's fifth album, the song focuses on ringing out the old and ringing in the new. The song has extremely simple lyrics that anyone can sing, and according to the BeatlesBible.com, George wrote the song in three minutes as a result of a very turbulent year, and it signifies his wish for a fresh start. The lyrics were largely taken from engravings carved in the woodwork of his Friar Park mansion, where the song was recorded. Harrison is said to have been playing his guitar when he noticed the words ring out the old, ring in the new, to the left of the fireplace, to the right were the words ring out the false, ring in the true. He later revealed that he'd lived with the words for some time, but had never noticed that they could be song lyrics. The backing track was completed by the end of November 1973 and featured acoustic guitar, piano, bass guitar and drums. Harrison envisioned the song be given a Phil Spector-style wall of sound treatment, and of course we touched on that last episode, but with echoes of the glam rock Christmas hits of Slade and Wizard via the double bass drum and saxophone. But this is the song that should have been the staple of New Year's parties, being belted out by drunk revelers as it does have a catchy melody. The lyrics are basically, ring in the new, ring out the old, ring in the new. Ring out the false, ring in the true, ring out the old, ring in the new. Ding dong, 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 ding dong. Yesterday, today was tomorrow, and tomorrow, today will be yesterday. So ring out the old, ring in the new. 
ring out the old, ring in the new. And then it repeats the ring out the false verse and then the ding dong ding dong chorus. Joining Harrison on the song are classic rock stars Elvin Lee, who's the singer and guitarist for 10 years after, legendary drummer Jim Keltner, Ron Wood from The Rolling Stones, Mick Jones from The Clash, and singer Gary Wright, and you may know him from the song Dreamweaver, and Ringo Starr, plus saxophonist Tom Scott from LA Express and the Blues Brothers, and Klaus Vorman, who was a friend of the Beatles and worked with such artists as The Hollies, Manfred Mann, Harry Nielsen, Carly Simon, to name a few. Ding Dong Ding Dong was actually released as a single that December as a Christmas single, and due to its late release was a modest hit, reaching the top 40 in the UK, number 38, and the US at number 36 on the singles charts. A video was made for Ding Dong Ding Dong, in which Harrison wore a grey collarless suit and played a Rackenbacker 12-string guitar, and donned his Sgt Pepper uniform for the first time since the Hello Goodbye promotional film was made in November 1967. So there's not very many cover versions of this song. The only two I could find was by Les Frantikin. Version by the analogues. Next up we have the fourth and final Beatle, Ringo Starr. Now Ringo didn't just release one Christmas song, oh no, he released a whole album of them, and it's also the youngest offering from the oldest Beatle, released in 1999 and titled I Want To Be Santa Claus, and comprised of 12 songs. Starsky, otherwise known as Ringo Starr, was the drummer of the Beatles and the last member to join the group. Right now I'm tempted to go on and on about how great a drummer he is and how his style has influenced many young drummers, including myself. And I will. Let me go off on a little tangent for a little while. So I've touched in past episodes about my father being a musician, and it was him that introduced me to the Beatles, and music in general. 
But back then I knew nothing about the music that I listened to, I just knew what I liked and what I didn't. When I was a teenager and found my own style of music, Dad tried to teach me to play guitar. But we had an issue. I am left-handed and he wasn't. So I tried to learn to play the guitar right-handed. It didn't work. I tried to play it upside down and that didn't work. The idea with both of those was I could pick up any guitar and just play it. So we even resorted to restringing it to be a left-handed guitar. But that just made it worse. We were both getting frustrated and it wasn't a lot of fun and I just gave up. Just to sidetrack the sidetrack, I'm named after two of Dad's favourite guitarists, Dwayne Eddy and Dwayne Orman. Just some interesting facts there. The guitar just wasn't for me. However, I naturally took to the drum kit and a right-handed kit at that. And I remember Dad saying, look, just like Ringo to his bandmates. That then led me to look into Ringo further and how he played the drums and he became the first of my many influences. You see, Ringo Starr is left-handed, but he played a right-handed kit. And if it's of any interest, when Ringo plays his fills, he leads with his left hand, which typically you lead with your right hand if you're playing a right-handed kit, with occasional left-hand leads if the song calls for it. But typically, a fill is started with the right hand. I also lead with the left hand as well. I think, as with Ringo, it just became natural to lead with the left hand. Anyway, back to the album. This was his 12th studio album, which might come as a shock to many who've dismissed Ringo after thinking he was all done after the Beatles. But I have to admit that in the late 80s, as my influences were changing, Ringo wasn't on my radar much after that. I do have some of his songs in my playlist though, and they're great songs like Photograph, It Don't Come Easy, and You're 16, You're Beautiful, and You're Mine. And of course, Ringo Starr, played the narrator for the Thomas the Tank Engine series for quite some time. So this album is filled with 12 tracks and includes stable tracks like Winter Wonderland, which the second that I heard it reminded me of the TV theme for another song, Good Minder. But the song quickly settles down into an upbeat toe-tapping number Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the Little Drummer Boy follow in this vein.
The Little Drummer Boy even has bagpipes in it, which works very well. The album also includes Ringo's version of the song Christmas Time Is Here Again, which was written by all four Beatles for their fan club members in 1967. But Ringo's version also has Joe Perry from Aerosmith on guitar. Other tracks include a country rendition of Blue Christmas. And a Jamaican sounding version of White Christmas which features Eagles bassist Tommy B. Schmidt. Schmidt also features on two other songs on this album, I Wanna Be Santa Claus and The Little Drummer Boy. There are five original songs on the album, Come On Christmas, which featured ELO's Jeff Lynne. I first heard this one another song popped in my head I couldn't quite figure out what it was and it bothered me for days and then all of a sudden it came to me There's also the Christmas dance, Christmas Eve, Dear Santa, which sounds like it should be in Greece, and Paxam Biscum. I'm sure I've said that wrong, but it's Peace Be With You, and of course, the title track, I Wanna Be Santa Claus.
Not surprisingly, apart from a few YouTube covers, I Want to Be Santa Claus doesn't have any covers of note to play here. And I was also unable to find any information on how the album ranked in the charts, which would probably indicate that it didn't rank at all. Which is a shame, I really quite like some of these songs. They sound Christmassy enough, but they also have that old school Ringo slash Beatles sort of feel to them. So I think one or two of these songs will make it to the playlist this year as well as the George Harrison song, which I've grown to like quite a lot. So, if you have heard of other versions of any of these songs from this episode, feel free to send them through to the comments on the Facebook post for this episode, or on the episode show notes on the website. As we head into Leon Day, the 25th of June, I'm going to be doing a pre-release of what the episode will be about, so you guys can send me versions of songs to feature in that episode. So keep an eye out on Facebook and Instagram in the next week or two, and I'll let you know what the episode will be about, and I look forward to see what songs you guys send through to feature. As usual, you can find us on Stitcher, iTunes and Google Play and Podbean, as well as Play FM, and we are now on Spotify. And don't forget, we're also very social. Just do a search for Tinsel Tunes on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. In fact, if you leave a review on any of those platforms, I will send you a sticker. It is not the only way to get a sticker, however, because you can buy them through the merch store, but if you leave a review, I will send you one for free. Thanks for listening, and as always, remember, be excellent to each other and rock on. All music use is either royalty-free, Creative Commons license or used for commentary under fair use and no copyright infringement is intended. And all links to relative songs are on our website. If you haven't heard it already, go over to Todd's Tinsel... He's not Tinsel Tunes, I'm Tinsel Tunes. If you haven't heard it already, head over to the Christmas Clatter podcast where Todd and myself and finally Anthony... Anthony Haggerty... Hegarty, Hegarty, Anthony Hegarty, Anthony Hegarty, and Boy George. I doubt the offerings. Hang on a sec. Stop. Hang on. Just gotta make the font bigger because I'm getting blinder. Okay.